Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning. It is July 11th, 2023. It is Tuesday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by The Swallows by Kristen Clanton. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is, you cannot swim for new horizons until you have courage to lose sight of the shore by William Faulkner. So what are we drinking today? We are drinking Midsummer Tea from Sip a Spell. This is a dragon fruit tea. It can be used magically if you're trying to revitalize your creativity. And it can be used um, health-wise if you are maybe post-illness and you need something to just kind of wake your body back up after what it's been through. I think it's ideal for the light half of the year because it has all of the these nice fruits. It's non-caffeinated and you steep for about five to ten minutes. So today we are talking about dragon fruit. And this comes to us from starmagichealing.com. So the dragon fruit has its origins in Mexico, South America, and Central America. It is believed that the New World settlers brought it to Southeast Asia, um, including Cambodia, Thailand, Taiwan, Vietnam, and the Philippines. So the color of dragon fruit flesh varies from white to red to purple. And according to legend, the fruit was created thousands of years ago in a battle when a dragon breathed fire and the last thing to emerge was the fruit. When the dragon was slain, the fruit was collected by the victorious soldiers and presented to the emperor as a coveted treasure. It was believed that those who feasted on the fruit would be given strength and ferocity of the dragon. So this is a very popular fruit, especially right now. Um, I've been making a lot of smoothie bowls. And when you go into like the frozen fruit section, if a blend has dragon fruit, it is big and bold on that package. Like they want you to know. So the unique thing about dragon fruit is the flowers that bloom overnight and usually wilt by morning. This teaches that sometimes great beauty doesn't always need to be seen to be appreciated. Just knowing it exists is enough. Dragon fruit teaches you that you can be a fierce protector and simultaneously be gentle and caring. Dragon fruit teaches you to invigorate the inner warrior, go after your dreams, and fight for what you believe is right. I think this is a very lovely and very cute, and it's just very popular. It has quite a few health benefits. Dragon fruit has about seven grams of fiber per serving. It has vitamin C. It can help neutralize free radicals and increase immunity. It supplies iron along with vitamin C. And it's especially high in magnesium with 18% of your recommended daily intake in just one cup. Dragon fruit can help lower bad cholesterol and is an excellent source of uh, mono 
monounsaturated fats, which help the heart stay healthy. So very cool. All right, moving into some headlines. This comes to us from news.stvtv. Haunted Manor, once owned by Led Zeppelin guitarists, open to visitors. So an abandoned Scottish mansion with a long history of beheadings, hauntings, and occult-inspired incidents is ready to open its doors to the public. Bullskin House on the banks of Loch Ness was previously owned by Led Zeppelin guitarist Jimmy Page and occultist Alistair Crowley. The foundation in charge of renovated the building is now offering guided tours to visitors. First built around 1760 by a member of the Fraser clan, local legend says Bullskin House replaced a church that burnt down while the congregation was inside, killing them all. It's also said that a local wizard would sometimes raise the dead who'd been buried in the nearby clan Fraser Cemetery. The house was bought by Crowley in 1899, and he used the manor for multiple rituals, including the infamously lengthy and intense Abramillion ritual. I have not heard of that, but I also don't dive deep in like Crowley literature. So as legend has it, Crowley completed the early part of the ritual that involved summoning the seven seven the 12 dukes and kings of hell and was then called to paris before dispelling the demons leaving the house haunted and invoking a number of unpleasant happenings that is a wonderful backstory plot for a book hear me out imagine a book where someone like moves into a haunted house and you find out that like it's because someone raised the dead and demons and just like forgot to send them home because he had to go have a little kiki in Paris. You know, I think that's funny. It was then purchased by Page in 1971, five years after a previous owner shot himself in what would have been Crowley's bedroom. Quote, the bad vibes were already there. Page told Rolling Stone magazine in 1975, a man was beheaded there and sometimes you can hear his head rolling down. Of course, after Crowley was there, there had been suicide. People carted off to the mental hospital. Page sold the house in 1992. It burnt down in 2015 and then again in 2019. So the Bullskin House Foundation actually just took ownership of the building and began renovations on the property um, and are now offering tours. So if you're in Loch Ness, I guess check it out. Also, if you're in Loch Ness, just like let us know. That just seems neat. Go like to Loch Ness River with the monster. That seems like a good place to do a Facebook Live. That's all I'm saying. Or TikTok Live, because it's not uh, the mid-2000s. All right, witches. I am going to throw this over to our moon correspondent. And after this break, we will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Tuesday, July 11th. The waning crescent moon continues to lounge peacefully in Taurus today. Here, the moon conjuncts Jupiter. Jupiter in Taurus is helping us to grow in our financial spaces, lending luck and opportunity to Taurus. With the moon conjunct Jupiter in Taurus, we may be getting intuitive hits about solid investments and how to spend our money. There's also a sensual side to Taurus, and we may be feeling like indulging ourselves with some decadent chocolate or that high-priced item that we've been eyeballing forever. 
with Taurus's ruler, Venus, slowing her roll and getting ready for a retrograde station, be careful about large purchases that you can't get out of. Keep your receipts and don't make any permanent decisions. Your daily moon mantra is, don't go broke trying to look rich. This has been your daily moon mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. In the Black Mountain region, Full Mouth is a town of women and children. When local mothers start dying, the town is panicked. At first, the citizens believe the deaths are suicides, yet 15-year-old Pearl is unconvinced. Pearl has known visions her whole life, has known the feeling of when the darkness shifts inside her and her power comes to the surface. But having recently moved to Full Mouth, the supernatural is suddenly magnified. She now finds herself able to commune with ghosts. She sees visions of how mothers will die. Relying on these powers, Pearl faces a daunting foe and the responsibility of saving the town. The only question is, will she be too late? Built on history, folk tradition, and witchcraft, The Swallows is a horror novel that explores a small town's connection to the spiritual world and the families that fill it. The Swallows by Kristen Clanton is available wherever books are sold. All right, we are back. So like I said yesterday, in January, we did a whole planning series very in-depth on how you can work to make more time for magic and rituals and the things you love in life. So this is kind of like a little follow-up, a little bit of a cherry on top, a little bit of a little extra oomph to that. So today we are talking about weekly reset, and tomorrow we're going to talk about monthly reset. So weekly reset is basically finding an hour in your Sunday or Monday, or however your week works, we're all different, you know? But I would say average, usually people's kind of pre-weekday is a Sunday, and little tasks you can do. Uh, now the first time you do them, it may take a while because it, it's all built up, but, um, little tasks you can do every Sunday that will just make the week a little easier. And again, if you can do this every week, it'll take less and less time each time because there's less buildup. Um, and then of course you can add things that are more, more aligned with your personal life, but I'm going to share with you my weekly reset tasks. So this is every Sunday, 30 minutes to an hour, things to do. So number one is clear out inboxes. So yep, go to your Gmail that has like 40,000 unread messages from like a subscription box like Ipsy that you haven't had in like four years, but for some reason you get three emails a day clean them out, unsubscribe. This will probably take the longest if you've never done it, right? Because you have like 40,000 to go to go through. But if you do this every week, it's just 20. And then it gives you the opportunity to unsubscribe from mailing lists, which makes your inbox overall just less of a nuisance and less cluttered. So it'll take a lot of time the first time you do it, but I promise it is worth it. Next, clear out your iPhone notes or whatever notes app you use, uh, whether that's Google notes or iPhone notes, clear it out. I did this and it was so incredible to kind of open my notes app and just see like the two notes that like were relevant to my recent life. 
three, clear out your desktop and downloads on your laptop or computer. And these, and these, I think, all work for work as well. If you work in an office setting and you have work emails and work computers, I think this also works for that as well. Clear out the desktop, clear out the downloads, empty the recycle bin. Next, your mail. Go through your mail. This is actually something really difficult for me because I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I feel like in this day and age, mail just doesn't matter. Like nothing we get matters. <laughs> it's all ads and um, statements that we're already seeing online anyways. So clean it out. Clear it out. If you have something where you can re uh, request paperless, good opportunity to request it, you know. Next, clear out your purse, wallet, backpack, tote bag, whatever you use to kind of carry things out into the world, go ahead and clean it out. I'm pretty sure I have a little bottle of holy water that's been in my purse for like a month. It does not need to be in there. It has someplace else to be. Uh, throw away the half-eaten granola bar that has bits all over the bottom of your backpack and um, throw out all those receipts from the gas station or the grocery store. Clean out the purse. You'll feel much more better for it. Uh, next, up-to-date your calendars, right? Did you just agree to go to tea on Wednesday with your neighbor yesterday? Like, write that down before you forget because you do not want to be in bad with your neighbors, trust me. Um, up-to-date your calendars, okay? Go ahead and just uh, clear them out, remove things that are no longer relevant, add things in that you've agreed to. It'll just make your week feel a little bit more controlled. And then if you're a planner, if you're a scheduler, go ahead and schedule out your week. Um, maybe even meal plan if that's something that works for you. Next, clean up any lists, to-do lists, grocery lists, things like that. Uh, you can also pick a book to read. If you're trying to implement new hobbies, like read books more often or watch a movie once a week or um, finish this TV show, go ahead and pick one. Pick which one you're going to enjoy for the week. Pick the book, pick the movie, pick the TV show. Next, brain dump. This is a very fascinating one, and I'll actually post a video about this on the Facebook group, Brain Dump. Sit down and just get out everything in your head. Everything in your head. The two items you need to get from Home Depot, put it down somewhere. Sometimes we can feel so overwhelmed and overburdened, and our head can feel really crowded because we've been holding on to this really tiny little bits of information in our head where if we just put it down somewhere where it belongs on the to-do list, on the calendar, on our notes app, then getting it out of our heads will make us feel just a little lighter and a little less burdened. So yeah, that is my tip. And of course it's different based off your life, right? Let's say um, you have children it, do you need to um, go over their school? I don't know how schools work. It's been a long time. I don't know. Their school planner. Do you need to write down about that cupcake order you need to get? I don't even know if we do that anymore. I don't know how school is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it's like. So, But you get it, right? Make this work for your personal life. Find the little tasks that you find will be helpful to do uh, to get through the week and make the week a little easier.
some advice I give my reading clients a lot is if I'm doing a reading and I sense that they're going to be going into a difficult time, I will often give them advice like, hey, maybe August is going to be really difficult for you and June looks like it might be a little light. Maybe you can help yourself. Maybe June you, who has a lighter load, can do things that will help August you, such as deep cleaning, things like that. And this is kind of that idea. You're doing little tasks that will make busy you throughout the week, um, trying to adhere to schedules and get to this place and get to that place. Let Sunday you, who is relaxing, make life a little easier for busy you later. And that's kind of the goal for weekly reset tasks. Clean out the fridge, you know? I love cleaning out the fridge. I know that sounds wild. Um, Cleaning out the fridge is one of my favorite things. I love when my fridge is clean and tidy. And I typically clean out my fridge anytime I go buy groceries. Anytime I get groceries, before I put anything in, I go ahead and take things out and throw them in the dishwasher, throw them in the trash, whatever. But little things you can do to just make life a little easier. Now, how can we implement this into our magic, into our witchcraft? How can we take the idea of weekly reset tasks and implement them into our world of witchcraft? So this can be different depending on what type of witch you are. Let's say you are a moon girly. You're like, you know what? Me, moon, ride or die for life. Cool. So what you can do is... Every Sunday, take a look at what the moon's doing. Is it waning, waxing? Is it going to be full this week? Is it going to be new this week? And go, hmm, is there anything I need to do? Do I need to put out water? Do I need to write down? Um, Anything like that, right? Uh, Let's say you do a weekly altar clean where you take all the little bits off your altar, wipe it down with a little Florida water, uh, refresh your offerings, give your little nickety knacks a little uh, dusting. Just refresh, refresh your situation. Um, Let's say you're an herbal witch. Let's say you're like me and you have just shelves of jars and herbs and all of that. Actually, I need to refill a lot of the teas. I need to restock, right? And um, I have all the herbs just waiting for me, but I need to blend them up so that when someone orders a tea, I have the blend ready and I don't have to make it right when it's ordered. I have it fresh in a jar, already blended, and I can go ahead and fulfill that order, right? So for me, an herbal person, uh, kind of doing that. Also taking stock of what I have. Do I have uh, freeze-dried strawberries to make love, which I don't, by the way, and it is back-ordered. But you get the point, right? Kind of see what part of your magic can utilize from having little fresh weekly resets. Um, And let's say you're not. Let's say you're just someone who's a little more cerebral. You don't do a lot of crafty things with your magic. Um, But let's say you like to meditate. Uh, Similar to picking a book every week, pick a new meditation every week. Go on YouTube. See what's out there. People love making YouTube meditations. There's new ones constantly. So kind of check in with yourself. Be like, okay, how am I feeling this week? Or what's this week going to bring me? Have, Have things been really difficult? Have things been emotionally hard? Maybe you can find a meditation to help you ground or tap into those feelings. 
Or let's say you know your week's going to be really, really busy and really stressful. Can you find a five-minute meditation that is going to help you breathe deeper or deeper? I mix deeply and deeper More breathe more deeply uh, to start your day off so that you start it with a little bit of oomph. Or let's say you're really into tea and you're like, okay, I have to wake up at 5 a.m. every day this week because I have training. Oh, you know what would help with that? Dark Fae from Sip a Spell. That stuff has caffeine and that'll kick my butt and wake me up. And then you can plan. You can see if you have any. You can um, pre uh pre-portion it so that when you wake up you can just toss it in and do your water and you're good to go so we can find little ways that work for our lives and our magic um and ourselves right um all right so that's all i've got for you today in terms of weekly resets tomorrow we're going to talk about monthly resets which is a whole different thing weekly is very very practical monthly is very um life maintenance so we'll talk about that more tomorrow um, so I am wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show, and I really hope you're enjoying this. January was very, very, very scripted. Uh, these, I'm really just going off of um, right off the seat of my pants, you know? So we are wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. I want to give a shout out to listener Jennifer Demucci. Jennifer, you glittery fay queen. Callisto Lowry, you beautiful, opulent sun goddess. Lisa Lord, you powerful, scintillating spider queen. And Kristen Northcutt, you kind, brilliant sunflower. Thank you for so much for being Patreon supporters. I really, really appreciate it. And before we leave today, we do have a card pull. Our card today is the... Ace of Chalices from the Buffy Tarot. The Ace of of Chalices finds you, like Anya on her wedding day, finally getting what love is. You have realized that alone isn't better and ready to open yourself up to a deep, lasting relationship. This can mean healing an estranged family, finding a best friend, falling in love, or, or even becoming a parent. As love takes all forms, but however this manifests for you, Take this as a sign to say yes. All right, witches. A little housekeeping before we leave. I am doing a ethics of divination class at the end of the month. Uh, it's kind of the end class to the Lenormand class, which um, if you haven't already been taking the class, you can no longer sign up for just because we're already too deep in. Uh, but the ethics of divination class is a separate class. Uh, you do not have to have taken the other classes to take it. And we kind of discuss things such as how do we communicate maybe hard information in a reading uh, and how do we conduct ourselves maybe online, things like that. And I don't tell you how to behave. I don't tell you what to believe. I don't tell you what to do. But I ask a lot of questions that I hope gets you thinking about how to be an ethical reader and be a reader who offers genuine care, empathy, and support to the people you read for. So if you you have any interest in that, you can sign up at tanyabrown.schedulista.com and it's at the end of the month. I think I have a Saturday and a Sunday class. So check it out. All right, witches, that's it. Um, Don't forget any books, decks, headlines, sources. Anything we referenced today can be found in the podcast episode description 
or witchpod.com. And we will talk again tomorrow. Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pool can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day.